Hey everyone, um, how's everybody doing? Uh, we are in one of our last weeks in May. Next week's podcast will be June 1st. We have made it um, through all of this. Well, we're getting there. I don't think anybody's really made it yet. Um, we have a new normal. Everything's going on. So this week's podcast, we kind of go back in time a little bit and spend some time talking to one of the first people I ever interacted with or met at um, doing this website. And he hasn't been on the podcast for a really long time. And today, well, Monday, so you'll probably hear this on Tuesday. Monday was his birthday, so happy birthday. Um, very happy to have you back on the podcast. And and our relationship, without going into details, with Brian and I from the Fanboy Factor or fanboyfactor.com <clears throat> has been an up and down one. We butt heads. I think we both come from a very similar place. Um, we've struggled with a lot of the same things in our lives. And for whatever reason, we butt heads a lot. Um, and that usually causes a problem because we both have a way of doing things. And I like to say we both matured. And I'm hopefully that Brian agrees with me on this. So Brian at Toy Fair and I talked hung out, um, did some reflection, came to understandings, I guess is the best way to put it, um, and kind of just made up. I don't know if we were ever really, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I'll be honest with you. I think that's what friendships are sometimes. Um, so I'm happy to call him a friend. I'm happy to support all the stuff he's doing on the fanboy factor and it's been exciting to watch him delve into um things related to comics but outside the fanboy factor he's done talks um at local libraries and that was starting to take off when all this stuff happened and shut down the world um so hopefully we can see him getting back to that um his talk actually on oh will eisner I believe it was Will Eisner. Brian, I'm sorry. I, it's late, and I apologize if I'm not getting it right. Um, uh, was was great. It was really great to see him do that kind of work. Um, if I find it a little bit distracted, it's because our mascot here, Jackson, is going through every bag he can sitting next to me right now. He is, like, hunting for I don't know what because um, there's no food or alcohol near him. Um Sorry for that little sidetrack. Uh, Brian's been doing a great job, and hopefully he can get that up and running and do more talks. Um, you can find the talk online through fanboyfactor.com. Um, we'll post a link to it in the article on casterscorner.com. Uh, so if you want to check it out uh, and hear his Q&A and hear his whole talk, um, Brian has a love for passion. We've nicknamed him or... Um, don't know if he likes it or not, the professor, uh, because I think he's got a really good comic book knowledge, I think on par with Bill and I's um, toy knowledge. I think, you know, we, we both come from different places. So Brian always has an interesting perspective looking at the history of comics and, and how that pertains to the toys that we have. Anyway, I'm going to try to keep this one short just because 
Anybody that knows me knows it's been a hell of a weekend and I'm just trying to get this off my plate so we can start fresh on Tuesday morning and and keep going. Uh, Thank you guys for everybody for supporting the podcast. We had a great uh, time uh, talking to Brian Volkweiss uh, last week in our bonus episode. So make sure you check that out. Um, And uh, next week we're going to be taking a look at the new Joe classified line with Bill on our podcast, as well as a first look on the website. And uh, yeah, we got a lot going on. So thank you for supporting us. Remember to follow us um, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are at casters corner. Um, both with K's, and uh, make sure to check out our website, casterscorner.com. We just updated, and we're very happy with it um, and the way it looks, and also cornercast.com leads you to the podcast as well. So thank you all for listening. We're very happy to have you. Uh, And Brian, happy birthday, and looking forward to more podcasts like this on different topics. Um, I like to expand. Anyway, uh, without further ado, it is me, it is Brian from Fanboy Factor, Brian Isaacs. Uh, enjoy. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I figure shit's going to come out. I figure we're going to just put it on the table. Because everybody's wondering like why you haven't been on the show. Because I was going back through all of our archives. And I was like, Jesus, there was like good like 15 shows in a row where it was just me and you on mine. <laughs> And so we're, I'm not like dredging up the past or everything, but like, no, I, understand. I figure <clears throat> why not talk? I mean, this is, I don't know, entertaining. It's, it's whatever it's. And I think it talks to a bigger, bigger picture. I think that we've all, all right. kind of, I guess for me that I've been going through of this idea. And I think, I think when I started, I was under this impression, but I think, Somewhere in the middle, it got muddled, and then I'm kind of back to the idea of, like, it isn't so much about me and you. It's not so much about me and Hopkins, or it's not so much about me and, um, I don't know, pick any of the other guys, you know, that do this thing. Um, Or Jesse or DJ, I guess. It's not so much about, like, me getting the story out. It's not so much about me... Um, doing certain things, it's gotten back to the point, at least for me, I've kind of come full circle and been like, listen, if you get into toy fair is the best example. Like you got into Lego and somebody else, DJ got into Lego and we had some communication errors where Lego kind of lost our appointment. And there was a question of whether or not, you know, I was going to get the walkthrough. And at the end of the day, my thought was, it doesn't matter. Like, it, it doesn't because I can right. reach out to you. I can reach out to DJ. I can reach out to a number of other people. So it's less about the rush to get the scoop or the news out. And right. it's more about finding your niche and and writing that out and then supporting everybody else like sharing out other people's stuff talking about other people's stuff and i think at some point i think that's been for me that's always been our issue where the two of us are really strong personalities and we like having control over things 
Um, and, and I don't, and, and so that's always where, where the, the problem has been, because I remember when you came on, you're like, I don't want you editing my stuff, like grammar, fine, but I don't want anybody telling me what I can and can't say. And that that was one of the big things that you said when you were going to come on board Caster's Corner, I don't know, like seven, eight years ago. Where you wanted the room to be able to say, um, I don't know, Joe Quesada is an asshole or Dan Didio is, you know, you know, doesn't know his head from his ass. Like a little angrier back then, but yeah, no, but, but I mean, like you wanted the, the ability to say that stuff. Right. And, you know, for me, it was always like, yeah, no, sure. Like, let's. Bill and Junior always wanted to play the PR game, and I always wanted to say, if we produce good content, they'll come to us eventually. Like, we don't we don't have to necessarily always play the good reporter, and and, right. and I say that in the goody goody kind of way, not the you know sacrifice the story or sacrifice the point of view, no, I understand or the honesty yeah. of it. So, um. And I think that that's kind of where we fell apart in a lot of ways. And I'll take the blame for that where, you know, I, you know, I'll, I'll take some of it on my shoulder saying like, I know that, um, I push buttons. I know that there was ego involved for me. Like there was the idea of like, Hey, I'm going places. Like I'm doing things. Like you, sh- you should want to be here, um, because I can help you get somewhere. Um, and you know, you played the PR game, and I, and to an extent, you still do. You post a lot of press releases for the companies, right. where I've completely gotten rid of that on my site, even with the ones I like. Like, if I don't have any, something interesting to say about it, it's not going to go on the main page. It'll go on social. It might get a Facebook post. It might get an Instagram post. But for me to take up space on the website, whether it's server space or time, for me to produce a piece about it, it's got to be something really compelling for me. Understood. Um, and so I think the different in the differences in... Um, management style the differences in focus uh, on what we wanted to get out of this thing kind of widen that gap that we started with 14 years ago yeah i mean that's kind of where we are right it's been 14 years yeah it has <laughs> can't believe it so i don't Scary. know I don't know. Like, where you, what you want to add to it? I don't know what your thoughts are. Kind of. I, I mean, there was ego on my end, too. Um, yeah, I, I. Like most people, I, I still think, you know, you play the good little soldier, you get rewarded in the end. And as I've gotten burned so many times, but on the other hand, depending on the company, I have gotten, re, you know, rewarded, but in right. different ways. So it's just. You know, being able to do certain things and, yeah, I'll play the PR game until I get tired of it. Like, if you notice, I don't post anything from Marvel. I got tired of getting burned by them. Yeah. DC, on the other hand, has been so nice to me. It's just, they're like, you know, 
over the last summer, they were like, hey, you want to interview Frank Miller? I'm like, all right. That was a great moment. I remember seeing him post it, and I'm like... It was like, yeah. it, it, it came out of nowhere. I, I didn't even ask for it. They they offered it to me, and I'm like, sure. So it was just, you know, it's, I still, you know, I realize I'm not playing the game right. I realize I'm a step behind everybody else. But, but I, think, I, I think I found, I know what I want to do. Um, I did that thing for will eisner and i love that and that's really good i watched it by the way so you did a great job that's what i want to do and unfortunately i I was getting planned to do some more and then you know what happened what happened and Mm -hmm. it's just i've been dragging my feet about doing a video thing like that and it's i I don't know why i'm dragging my you know me i just self-doubt myself all the time but that's I, I've been looking at some of my reviews, um, especially when they're comic based, the amount of detail I like to, I like educating people when it comes to comic things mm-hmm. and I'm past the point of talking down to them. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like talking down to them. I feel like saying there's an entire world out here. Let me show it to you. And that's, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I think Sean's to blame, to be honest. I was going to ask you, was, was Sean the reason that you kind of turned that I, curve? Because there's a I different person so. I'm talking to right now for me. Yeah, it's, 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 you know, he's so curious. And, you know, I got other friends who, you know, with their, as their kids are just like getting into reading things. They're like, hey, Brian, can you make any suggestions? Oh, what are they into? And then, you know, it's just like a go into this dissertation about, <laughs> And but I'm loving it. It's just, I want to educate when it comes to comics. It's just, that's my passion, I think. Well, I, I mean, I, okay. And I think that's why I need to do a video thing. It's just, just got to figure things out. Yeah. And, and time these days is just... No, my I, job is is just i get it working yeah it's i i like my job but just these past couple of months have been really hell man no the i can imagine i mean i think we're all going through that it's not so much that the job is hell it's that the situation we're being put in to do our jobs yeah it's takes a, a toll right the, the, yeah well the line between work life and home life is starting to get blurred so the, the and, not only work life and and home life, it's day and night and yeah, days of the week. Like they're everything yeah, blurred for everybody. I mean, I, I I'm I'm working a fifty hour week. They're paying me thirty two hours, which is so wonderful. But what am I going to do? I need the job. Right. And but I, I you know at five o'clock I give a hard stop. I'm like mm-hmm. unless unless a salesperson or a vendor calls on my phone. I don't deal with anything after five. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm done. I'm done. That's it. I've been started here at seven, you know, I've been here since seven 30 working to five. You're paying me 32 hours only. Mm. I'm done at five. I'm sorry. Right. No, it makes you know. sense. Yeah. So, know. okay. So I have a question. So I've seen a lot of, um, parents, grandparents go into comic book shops and they ask the guy behind the counter, what's good and i've seen mm-hmm. a lot of bad bad responses to that 
Right. Where the guys, the kids, the parents or the grandparents are like, oh, our kid really likes, you know, the Flash, right? And mm-hmm. the guy behind the counter was like, no, no, that's too adult for them. Here, buy the Archies. And I know what he's doing. The Archies aren't selling, right? Flash right. is selling. So he's going to give them this pile of crap that the kid's not going to want necessarily. Not that Archie's a bad book, but if you come in saying, hey, I like the kid likes this, why would you sell him something else? So how was it for you giving that kind of advice to people? Like, how do you, how do you look to steer them in the right direction? First off, I find out like, what are their kids are I mean obviously what the kids are into I try and find out I try and associate movies based on violent content and graphic things like that um, I think that's very important because one of the I mean one of the first things I had to do with you know growing up Sean would see you know things of you know the Batman DVDs I have and you know I got like Batman the you know Brave and the Bold right next to Batman, the killing joke. And I I had to explain to him, I go, okay, buddy, this is what you can watch. And this is what daddy can watch. And when you get older, daddy will let you watch this. Mm -hmm. So that's when I talk to my friends, you know, or people, you know, it's just, I try and gauge where their children are kind of in that thing. And then I'll make the suggestions based on the information they can give me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not the same guy I was. I'm not like, you know, F Frank, you know, uh, you know, F, you know, Morrison, F, you know, I yeah, all, those all days. These, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, though I am kind of still yeah. a little partial to wanting to get even with Jeff Johns, <laughs> but I'm not going to get into that right now. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I'll try and gauge things and try and steer them into a direction where there's, you know, it's. There's still a stigma when it comes to comic books. People are still under the assumption it's a bunch of people in, in spandex, and it's just like it's it's not. Yeah, and you know what? I think I think that goes to something that I've been dealing with the past couple of weeks. Where for me, our our social media has been growing like exponentially lately, and it had a lot to do with me, you know. On the way into work, I'd hit two or three stores. On the way home from right. work, I'd hit five or six stores and post whatever yeah. I found and like bank pictures and say, oh, this was found this week. This was found. And so once this whole lockdown, you know, everybody stay home, kind of don't go out, don't go to stores as much, came up, there was this idea that like sites that had a little bit of clout wouldn't publicize finding things in at retail because they didn't want people running out to stores right right to pick that stuff up but i also found myself i spent about 3 weeks the first 3 weeks where i went out once a week to a grocery store not to a toy store not to go get right. toys and like the third or fourth week i started seeing like toys getting stocked and nobody was buying them so i started buying and then this week there's stuff that's coming out and they're not putting it on the shelf. So we're back to that whole idea of like gets lost in the back room, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I had worried about 
asking an employee for help to try to find something. Right. And, you know, for, for me, I turned this into a business where, you know, we've got a production company now that, you know, Caster's Corner and the Cornercast podcast are under the umbrella. You know, we're an LLC. Like we, we, you know, we, we have our taxes, we have our quarterly, you know, we have our yearly, you know, shareholder report. Like, we're treating this like a bit. We it's we're not treating it like business. It is a business, um, right? And so for me, you know, it I'm going out to find stuff to do my job, and so I've been rationalizing it that way. The idea that like, oh yeah, no, 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 like like you said, like comics have this stigma. Well, you know, looking for toys at my age has this stigma. Of like, oh, you know, you're, uh, you know, you're the toy guy, or you're a scalper, or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, no, I really just need this stuff for content. Like, I need to be able to talk about the trends and what's going on, and how, you know, and there's, it, it's a really difficult balance because, you know, I started this business, and then every the whole United States got locked down. Um, so I think. I mean this. The supply chains aren't stopping. That's the thing. It's just like stuff is still coming in slowly, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I, it's still coming in. I saw a Target employee literally scream at a gentleman. I think he asked her about something in housewares, like pillowcases or whatever, and she goes, "And like I was in electronics, so if you know a Target, housewares and electronics are." decent space away from each other and i heard her yell at him yeah i see what's you know in your car it seems really essential that you need it to be here (laughs) and i'm like you know people still have to live their lives like i get it like i i I understand it's high pressure you're worried you don't want to be you know in close contact um and and that's what made me think about like asking you know hey you're showing x number in stock there's nothing on the shelf. Can you go and get it for me? It's, you know, and, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm not asking for, you know, if they say no, that's fine. I'm not, you know, making a stink. I'm not, you know, pushing right. the, the boundaries. But at the same time, like piece of this has to, like, I'm not going to let this business blow over because it, it's not, you know, socially acceptable for me to want to do this. And, Beyond the idea of like, I wear a mask. I don't go into the store unless I know what your stock number is. Right. That that what it is. Um, I'm not going to like seven or eight targets in an hour. I'm going to one or maybe two. Yeah. Um. So you know, I'm wearing the mask. I'm using Pural. I'm, you know, not touching anything in the store. I'm not spending more time than I need to. I'm looking for my stuff. Right. And, but at the end of the day. My business is to review toys. I need new toys. And the supply chains are breaking down for the online ordering stuff. Like right. Amazon is saying, you know, your stuff you they're we're not gonna deliver your stuff. If it's not yeah. like medical supplies or food, good luck. Yeah. Um, but you know, Target, Walmart, Walgreens, they're they're stocking normal stuff. They're getting trucks and they're putting yeah. it all out, so I don't know. I I think, I think it's 
part of it is, I don't know where I was going. The, the idea of that, like knowing your comic books and knowing something about them and knowing your toys and going to look for them. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to shake that stigma. I don't think, no, I don't think we are. It's acceptable to go looking for baseball cards. It's acceptable to wear a jersey and paint your face half. But God forbid, should you want a Superman action figure. I know. I know. Trust me. I know. It's, it, I think it also depends where. Because, you know, you if you went to Midtown Comics on a Wednesday, new comic book day, you see all types of the people. Right. You see, I mean, obviously, you see your stereotypical you know, geeks, Yeah. you know, the ones that you see people like us, you yeah. see guys from wall street mm-hmm. in three piece suits and, you know, expensive Rolexes and things. You see buff guys, you see fat guys, you see, you know, all, all, all different. Yeah. It's just, you even see women sometimes. The comic. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> you, you know, reading the comics. It's just, but yet this stupid stigma is still, there i mean it's just i mean i see you know same with toy collecting i see people of all world you know different you know same type of people you know rummaging through stuff mm-hmm. the action figure aisle looking you know or you know they're, you know they're obviously on a mission for something mm-hmm. and it's not for it's not for their kid i can tell mm-hmm. and it's just you know it's but this stigma, I, I, I don't know if it's ever going to go away. No, I don't. Th- I don't think we'll see it in our lifetime. God knows no. what what's life's going to be like after us. But, um, yeah. yeah, no, I think it's been, it's been, it's been a journey, and I think we have we're armed with more information than we have in the past, and we can talk more, and be a little more confident in things. But at the end of the day, I don't think that's ever going to go away, and it, it sucks. No, it, it really. It really sucks. And I, I don't know. I think part of it's part of it smacks of jealousy. You know, when when when, you know, the big stars um, come out, you know, when Scorsese comes out and Bill Maher comes out and Adam Carolla comes out and they say, you know, grow up, you know, you shouldn't right. be reading comic books. You shouldn't be, you know, collecting toys go work on a car, go catch a football. And I'm like, you can quote stats from 1974 on an obscure team that didn't go to the Super Bowl, but we're the nerds. Yeah. <laughs> we're the geeks. We're, we're the ones that need to get a life. And also it's, I, I mean, it's, you're absolutely right. And things like the Big Bang Theory didn't exactly help our cause whatsoever. See, I think it did. I think it, I I thought the same thing you did. I really did. I thought that they were they were being made fun of and they weren't in on the joke. Like that's what it felt like. We were mm-hmm. our group was being made fun of and maybe we weren't in on the joke or they weren't in on the joke. Um in the beginning, yeah, but it's just after a while it's just I mean, I understand what you're saying. Well, but it, it, I think it's well, well. Let me finish. I I think it's. Okay. I think when I first heard about it, that's what I thought it was. I thought they were making fun of us at right. our expense, right? Then the first couple seasons, I think I got into it around season five, and I think the first couple seasons, 
really highlighted the positives of us and the struggles that we went through in a lot of ways um, and things we had to deal with. I think it lost its shine for me when everybody relationshiped up because I saw the girls tearing down the guys in almost every episode, like making yeah, fun of them. I mean, talking. And you can, I, I, mean, I, I agree with you there and you can find women. I have an amazing girlfriend who tells me to play Fortnite because she enjoys helping and watching. Like, you know, there are girls out there that nerd out and geek out about stuff just as much as we do yeah. um, and support us in it. Um, and so I think it did some good. <laughs> I think it did some harm. Um, I remember there was an episode where Sheldon and the guys dressed up as the Next Generation crew. Yeah, I remember that episode. And was yeah. shooting out in the desert and their car got stolen. Right. You're right. And they ended up in a restaurant. And I remember having such a reaction to Sheldon's reaction to everything. And even my mom, who was watching it, couldn't understand it. She was like, oh, it's kind of funny. Oh, it's kind of. And I'm like, except this is what happens to us. Like, this is what yeah. I felt like my entire life. Like, this is how I feel like the public looks at me and it really sucks. It really does suck sometimes. But I feel like the other end of the spectrum had to be like Kevin Smith's character of Brody where, you know, you got this guy who's really into comics, but he's not a nerd. He's a right. wise ass. He's a, he's arrogant. Yeah. You know, you, you know, it's just, there's the other end of the spectrum and that's, how I kind of more see myself and I wanted to see a character like that on regular TV is mm -hmm. my type of thing where it's just like, you know, it's the, it's the entire concept of just a stereotype. They, I just still felt like the big bang was still like a stereotype yeah. of the geek culture. And it's just like, it's possible to be geek and like other stuff. And it's just like, you know, it's just like, oh, you know, they're geeks. They don't know anything about football. They don't like, you know, it's just like, not, but not all geeks are like that. No, I'm watching The Last Dance right now. The Michael Jordan, the 10-part Michael Jordan documentary right. um, on ESPN. And I love it. Like, it's the best thing ever. And I sit there and I'm like, I remember this game. Oh, watch this shot he's about to do. Like, yeah, I was just... into that stuff. And and I, I agree with you. I've, I felt, I've always felt that I was kind of that one that could, that kind of person that could straddle the line. Yes, I've yeah. got the physique of the comic book guy right. <laughs> from The Simpsons. <laughs> but I'm a little more evolved, at least I like to think I am, um, yeah, I mean, than that. It's, I mean, because, you know, we go to these cons. I mean, God, it's just. The amount of people, you know, it's just, there's hot, and I'm not talking booth babes, there are hot cosplayers out there. And it's just, uh, you know, I, I you know, I, I see football fans, you know, just like, oh, great, you know, your woman's wearing a, a jersey that covers her up. Here's mine in a steel metal bikini. <laughs> you know? I, I, I think there are all types, and I think that that's, I don't know. 
maybe maybe stuff like this, these kind of podcasts and this where it it brings to light these kind of conversations and shows a different side of things and I think that's why the podcast for me has evolved where we talk a lot of toys, but at the end of the day right. we we talk a lot of other things like, you know, how society treats us and how we feel about things in real life and what it's like to be a dad and collect and what it's like to be, um, you know, well, I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's, 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 oh, how do you be a teacher? <laughs> huh? I could tell you the stories about yeah. being a dad collector. Well, it's, it's, how do I bring this into my teaching where, yeah. you know, how do I, as a teacher, how do I bring this into my, into the classrooms I go into? How do I bring these kind of things? And, it's i mean i became friends with uh it, you know that george takei wrote a wrote this memoir uh they called us enemy mm-hmm. and he turned it into a graphic novel and i happened to be friends with one of the authors who helped helped him write that mm-hmm. from my because the guy used to do pr for idw so when i found out this book was coming out I reached out to, you know, my friend who's the author, and I'm like, dude, my wife is teaching this. Can you hook me up? And he did. He got, got me a digital copy. He got me a study guide, and I gave it to my wife, and she ended up using it in her classroom to explain the Japanese internment camps. I mean, this is, yeah, you know, it's... It's wide-reaching. I, I think it yeah. does. I think it it hits a lot of different different things, and I think... I think when you get to the end game level, I I think people want to tear it down. Like I think people are like, well, it's not cinema. Well, it's you know, it's it's you know, it's not acting. It's all CGI, and it's like, okay, but um, you can't get played in cinemas <laughs> before the movie theaters were down. Nobody wanted to pay to see your movie in the theater. Like, bottom line. You know, right? I, I think that says something to your storytelling. I think that that I think it's a whole idea of like um, I see this a lot in other fields where you can either evolve or you can or you can fade away. Right. And um, our world is not the world of experts anymore. No. Our world is the world of amateurs. Our world is the world of um, trying new things, being, taking risks, and doing different kind of stuff. And right. when you don't do that, when you kind of hold off, you keep things precious, and and you hold on to things, that's when you fall behind. And then you're you're playing catch up. You're trying to really you know, get this momentum going, but you're already three steps behind the person with the ball. They've already taken it. They're running with it and you're just trying to keep up with them. And in doing that, you become even more critical of what you're doing because you want it to be as good as what they did. The problem is they're 10 steps ahead of you. So you're not trying to, you're not trying to keep up with step one. You're trying to keep up with step 10. Now, if you had started... (laughs) When they started, you probably would have been one step behind them. And and the learning curve for that is a lot smaller. Um, and that's no, why... I'm, I'm, go ahead. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean that's, I mean that's kind of like why I've, you know, just. Uh, I want to say most of the arrogance is gone. I, I really do. <laughs> most, most of the. You wouldn't be is you gone. if there wasn't a little bit of arrogance in this. There, there still is some, but um, it's just the idea of. I, I the rush about teaching about you know yes it was only about 17 people but still it just the rush about listen that's a good crowd for for what you did that's a good crowd for sharing my passion on this you know on will eisner and the history of the golden age of comics it's just like it was such a rush and and then you know i you know somebody else reached out to me and asked me they'd uh I guess they changed this uh, restaurant to kind of a superhero themed restaurant. They asked me if I'd do one on Thanos. I'm like, what the hell? Why not? I, I could probably, you know, I, I know enough about Thanos and I know how to get get enough information to talk about him. But, you know, then everything hit the wall. But it's just like, like I said, even in my writing when I'm like, I, I just did a review on the Winter Soldier and the bulk of it was more about the comic history of the character than about the action figure. The new, the Marvel Legends, the new one. Yeah, the, yeah, the mo- yeah, yeah, the new Marvel Legend. I, I went to, I had three paragraphs about the history of the Winter Soldier, and then probably like two paragraphs about the actual figure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. And how do you? I, I got more. No, go ahead. Just got more joy of it. Just got more joy out of it. like, and that's how I am. It's just. So why not? So for you, okay, for you, why not do mm-hmm. that? Like, why not get an action figure? So you get the Winter Soldier. Why not write a history of the the Winter Soldier as a character, and then just throughout the article, you throw in pictures of the figure, and not even you know at the footnote at the end saying, "Oh, this is the newest Marvel Legend." Blah 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 blah. Like, what's the need to stay? You know. If it's not like for me, it's toys, right? And I right. think you've come to the point where, for you, it's comics. Like you right. like the toys; they're kind of fun. You enjoy yeah, it. Same, same with the movies. But it's always the core. You know, it, it's always where it originated from is where my huge passion is. So then, so then, why drag yourself down and talk about the toy itself? Very and. This is how do I say this nicely? No, it's you. So when you write, when I, well, no, no, but I, I've been, I read your stuff. Like I admit, I go to your site and I read your reviews. And when I read them, there are times at me where I'm yelling at the screen, going, "He missed it! Like he missed it! Like he missed this about I forget what it, there was something that you said. You said something. It was one of the when you wrote uh, an article about Vision. The article was really well written. And then you said something about the toy, and I'm like, actually, this toy came out in this year, and actually, it wasn't this one; it was this one, and actually, it wasn't this; it was this. And I'm like, and it was it wasn't from a place of, hey, you got shit wrong. It was more like, it was very clear, like, here's the figure, here's the articulation, here's where it looks like in the comics. Maybe right. this is the first time they've tackled this. See you later. Like, and in my head, I'm going. No, 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 they did that in the Aries wave. It was a Walmart exclusive. He was a very thin body, blah, blah, blah. Like, and, and so in my head, the history of the toy came out and like right. the different iterations for me. So 
So why not use these toys? Because you have a pretty good photo setup. You have a really nice camera. Why not you for you? Why not use the toys to tell the story of the character versus using that space for something that kind of doesn't really catch your interest? I never really thought about that. I mean, it's, it's definitely a good idea. Um, I mean, as you can see with my site, my content is just uh, I have no focus I'm just (laughs) but you do have a focus you do have a focus you are we joked about it we joked about it in my head I have a focus but it's just like lately it's just like I mean it's because of the kid somebody offers me something I'm going to say yes and I can't say no then I got to write a review on it and I'm not I'm not thinking straight I'm just thinking of the kid and it's just no, I have those moments yeah. too where, where, you know, there are companies like I love Playmobil. They're the nicest people in the world. They've got great customer service. They do really great product. But for me, 90% of what they put out doesn't really fit for me. I don't need yeah. the monsters. I don't need the aquarium. I don't need spirit, right? But when Ghostbusters came out or when um, Scooby-Doo came out or when Back to the Future came out, like... Of course I'm going to jump on that. And I've got something to say about those things. But so I understand like, you know, I'll write a how I how to train your dragons review because I like to keep up the relationship. Um and they do quality project products and those either end up being giveaway on the site or I give them to kids that I know, families that have kids. Um so they get the toys. Um but yeah, no, like when I look at your stuff, I think to myself, yeah, why not just write about the comics? Why not write about the character and use the toy to illustrate those things? Whether it's, you know, just spitballing off the top of my head, it's like, well, the Winter Soldier lost his arm. So then you, you know, take a few shots of the arm and you say, well, the arm originally had a red star on it and now it's blue because he's working with Cap instead of... You know the I Nazis thought, and the I, Russians. I never, like I, I it, honestly never thought about that, honestly. And but it's I think not. that I think that and and so for me looking at this and talking to everybody, talking to Jesse, you know Jesse and I have a nice little friendly, you know bullshit back and forth where we're right. you know teasing each other. <laughs> it was really funny. I I think if anybody saw it from the outside, you know I was <laughs> we were talking a lot of shit to each other um but like the text before that was like you know i'm kidding right like okay i'm about to post this like get ready here it comes um and and you know it's it's that kind of stuff where it's like you know and with dj you know dj at me review um and little geeks there are moments where you know i'm like oh you should try this or what if you did this instead or you know, I gave him, I, I upgraded my light box. So I drove down to Long Island and I gave him my old light box set up with all the, you know, lights and everything. Like, right. I'm like, cause your pictures need improvement. Like I want to help you get better pictures. So here's right. how you set your camera. And so it's like all these little things where I think 15 years ago, 14 years ago, I think we would all want to tell each other to go fuck yourselves, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, but you know, we're young and dumb and thought we knew everything. We're arrogant. It's, I don't think, see, I don't think it was arrogance. I think 
the old I think we came from an era of you got to get the scoop, you got to get the story, you got to be the first, you got to be the best, you got to I think that's where we all started for the most part. And I think where we are now is nobody holds the keys to the kingdom anymore. No. And I think I, I did a podcast um, around Christmas or, or Thanksgiving because all these assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember here, that here's, one. Here's my, here's my soapbox I'm going to get on. All these assholes were begging for money. And they were, and, yeah. and a few of them point blank said, you know, if I'm not going to make any money off of this, I'm not going to do this. And I'm like, then you don't really like what you're doing. Like no. at the end of the day. And and people were asking me, they were like, well, what are you going to do if, if the company doesn't work? Like what happens if you don't turn a profit? What if you have to shutter or what do you have to? And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm still going to be posting online. <laughs> I'm still yes. going to go to the conventions. I'm still going to be doing this or that because doesn't matter how much money comes into my pocket. This is who I am. This is an integral That's... part of me that if you take it away, I feel like I'm missing a limb in all honesty. It's no, it's it, this is this is my passion. This really is my passion. I mean, I really I've been getting shafted by New York Comic Con for the last couple of years for the weirdest thing, and it's I still don't understand how they work. Um, get rejected for a press pass every year, but for some reason they give me an educator's pass. Yeah, and I I don't understand that and you know the other problem is is because i worked with the same pr guys for almost 14 years now it's just like they know me they will technically allow me into the room right but then yeah i have to fight against security and it's just like oh my god please go check the list i'm on the list but it's i like seeing these people who i only get to see like once a year it's just you know go up to the guys in dc give them a good good hug to shoot the shit Same not anymore it. <laughs> no more hugs no more hugs oh uh, yeah <laughs> nobody's gonna hug you <laughs> it's just you know seeing people like you know uh jim fletcher and stuff is always great it's just you know zach and all yeah. these guys it's, it's just it is so nice just to see all these people and it's just you know, yeah, if I can interview some of these comic people, it's it's great. I mean, because of some of the reviewers who I have on my uh, doing comic reviews for me, mm-hmm. somehow I got a friendship with writer Scott Snyder. That's awesome. That's amazing. To the point he's like, hey, Brian, I got this new book coming out. Would you guys mind re- reviewing it? I'm like, okay, Scott. Yeah, no, that's it. great. Yeah, it's just and he's like, I got to know what you guys think. I'm like, all right, Scott. All right. Calm down. Calm down. I got you. Yeah. No, I mean, that happens with toys for me where I've made friends in the toy industry and I can't really say who they are. But I have my moments where I'm like, wait, you want me to what? (laughs) Yeah. Or wait, you want me to buy you what? (laughs) (laughs) And 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 I'm happy to do it. I, I like having the friendships and. If the person or persons that are listening hear that, like, you know, I enjoy it. It's not like a, 
it doesn't come from a place of like, I'm going to do this because maybe I'll get this out of it. it. You geek out as much about this stuff as I do. And it's really fun because I'm really good at what I do in that we are, for whatever reason, DJ has called it like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory or, you know, the fantasy (laughs) world of Connecticut where like, there is nothing that between Bill Jr. and I, and now we have a really nice group of guys who go out shopping also that collect in the area. So there's about 10 of us. That between the 10 of us, I can guarantee you we can get anything that is at retail, like within that retail area without paying extra. And it's really nice to kind of foster and build those kind of relationships. It really is. It's also kind of funny just what really hits our, our, our fan button and what doesn't. Cause I, I went to the, uh, in New York city, the, uh, screening they had for, uh, rain and death of Superman, mm-hmm. or whatever, what would the sequel? I can't remember which one it would yeah. I think it was the rain of the Superman. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like, I, I'm there, I'm all professional and you know, I'm meeting Jerry Ornway. That was great. I'm met uh, his, you know, Rebecca, and I, that was great. I, you know, Tony Todd, I'm maintaining professionalism, you know, Cress Williams, I'm fine. All of a sudden I see Jer- artist Jerry Ornway there. And I'm like, it's like, I can't pronounce two words. It's like, I geeked out over him. Yeah. Then all these, you know, yeah. TV stars. And it's just like, and Jerry's like, dude, why didn't you come up and say, you know, I posted something on, you know, on Facebook and I, and I, I don't know why I tagged him, but he's like, dude, why didn't you come up and say hi? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a huge fan, Jerry. <laughs> Can yeah. I tell you? I mean, so, okay. So then we get back to it. Why? Um, 14 years later, multiple iterations. Why? Why are you still in the game? Because I love sharing my passion, to be honest with you. Okay. Do you think that that comes out in what you do? To a degree. To a degree, to so be honest So what do you have you. to do to make it less to a degree and more the in-your-face? This is who I am. Uh, that, I don't know. Because I think that that's... And I've said, <laughs> Bill's I mean, like, you and I have talked. We've, we've. I mean, you and I have talked about mm-hmm. this as an, uh, uh, you know, as nauseum. And time is not exactly a factor for me these days. You know, it's. I know it's not for a lot of people either, but it's just I'm still trying to figure out how to balance everything and delegate and do other things, and I'm <laughs> failing miserably. Uh, it's everything seems to get done except my own creativity. And that is a serious issue. And it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's getting hard to get the creative outlet from me. So is it, is it? Part of it is depression, man. I'm not going to lie. No, 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 no. I, 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 that's not kind of where yeah, I was I'm going. Not, like I, no, I, I recognize sorry. that. No, 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 no. You're absolutely fine. I mean, 
trust me in the in the next podcast so we released one so as we're recording this i had just put one out and then next week's so this is monday the 4th may the 4th um happy star wars day happy holidays happy star wars. <laughs> <laughs> um i put out with me and junior next week's podcast um which all of you that are listening to this would have been last week's podcast is with bill jr and i at toy fair and i spent an hour asking them what's the point like literally like why do we matter what what does what does what we do really how does it move the needle why are we allowed in the room like why do people bother with us in any way shape or form um and i mean that's part of the reason why we we filed as a business because i wanted to feel some legitimacy right for for what i'm doing because and not to say that anything this is not a knock on you this isn't a knock no. on anybody no it's when 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 you run it as a blog it's a hobby right like it's a hobby Understood. that you share with the yeah. world yeah um and some of us have advertisers um and sponsors that we get a little bit out of but i'm going to imagine that the amount that you the amount of time effort product travel that you put into the your website the fanboy factor or fan for the record your name is the fanboy factor but it is fanboyfactor.com i know so just because you always correct me and i'm like no 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 i looked at this before we had this podcast i looked um so you know i'm gonna imagine that you spend a lot more than you make theoretically on, on the site i could be wrong i monetary i take home nothing right honestly and I mean, and, but, but I mean, I think that's the thing that everybody doesn't get, right? Because you're putting in all this effort. You're not looking to get rich on off of it. No. And for me, in doing this, making this move, it has been um, this idea that all this other stuff I do, and I like my day job. This is not saying anything knock against my day job. Right. It's but... It, yeah, and it pays bills, it does pay the bills but if this creative passionate drive that i have to do this stuff could pay the bills why not give it a go and so for me this... I, but here's the thing here's the difference you have a wife and a kid in a house dj yeah. has a wife two kids and a house Right. Jesse has a house and a bunch of, you know, and, and two or three kids and a full time job. And he went back to school. And so all these other guys that I'm friends with that do this all have these other responsibilities. Right. Me. I maxed out all my credit cards and all my credit lines and took out loans and put all this money into the site because. You know what? If it fails. I, then what do I what do I lose? You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I don't I don't I don't have I'm at the point in my life where like it was time to just put it all in the middle and go for it and say and at the end of the day I've told everybody I have told everybody that if this when this works when this works and we get somewhere um, 
I'm coming back to everybody and being like, here's your yearly salary. Here's your two weeks <laughs> off. Here's, here's your assignment. Here's your job. Here's your, here's your 401k. Um, and I'm coming back to everybody. I'm coming back to you. I'm coming back to DJ. I'm going back to Bill. I'm going back to junior and said, look, we talked about this. Everybody's been playing in the sandbox. Guess who built the sandcastle? Come on in. Like, and I mean, I think that that's, that's been that for me, that's the goal. Like that is the absolute goal where, cause I talked to Ron about it from, um, action figure picks and he yep. was like, yeah, no, I tried it. It didn't really work. Now I just kind of do it cause I still like the toys and, you know, I do this or that and, you know, but you know, the business side of it just wasn't for me and I can completely appreciate that. But at the end of the day. I'm really fucking good at this. <laughs> like I'm going to bet on myself. I'm really good at finding toys. I'm really good at talking on a mic. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go, I'm not great on camera, but I'm, I'm good on a mic. Um, and I'm, I'm going for it because I mean, I think that's, that's why we do what we do for me is like, it's, it's not about the money. It's never been about the money. It's never been about the fame. It's been about, um, at the end of the day, feeling good about what I've done. When I started out, it was to show everybody I was better than them. I was arrogant. I was arrogant because I was pushed around. Here I am feeling extremely cocky. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, you know, reading a lot of comics, I thought you know, I, I yeah, you know, I, I thought at the time I, I did know a lot more than a lot of other people, mm-hmm. and I was constantly down on a lot on some people. Um, yeah. uh, other times, you know, people would pick fights with me for no reason. But it's then I started my thing to. <laughs> God, <laughs> I'm raising my hands for all these things. We've yeah, had all these moments. It's been 14 years. We've had all these moments. <sighs> but, you know, as I'm finally at a place where it's just like, you know, I, I want to educate. And it, you know, my son watches a lot of YouTube. And I see these, these fans of, like, and I can't, I don't understand, I don't <laughs> get the appeal of some of the stuff he watches, like all these gamers, but that's neither here nor there. But it's like, I, I it drives me nuts when people, in, how you felt with me with some of my not having the knowledge of, of, of doing the full research on mm-hmm. the toys. That's how I feel when it comes to the comic stuff. Right. And it, drives me up a wall when my son is watching something and they're giving him incorrect information whether you know it's these lego guys who are just looking at a a, a, they were looking at this one marvel set and they're like oh hammer that's uh yeah it was an iron man set and they go oh hammer that that's that's uh, norman osborne's thing i'm like no you idiots that's justin hammer you morons it's just and then I had to explain to my son who Justin Hammer is. And it's just like, it's my God, do and like, like it's just do your research. It's not but, that but, difficult. But here's the thing, right? 
that's where we get to the point where we're we're at now where it is not about getting it right. It is not about being no. the first one to the punch. It is not about the keys to the kingdom um have no been destroyed. Yeah, it's like nobody's holding the keys. Like if I want to make a YouTube video about Justin Hammer and give him Norman Osborne's backstory. You can go ahead and do it. I can do it, right? No one's going to stop you. Here's the difference. At some point, things equalize, right? And and those things, it's the same idea with like the one-hit wonders where you're like, this isn't music. Like this is really shitty. And and at some point, they become one-hit wonders. And then you see them at some point. There was some show. Oh, there was some show on the Food Network station like about celebrity cooking. And I'm like... Why are they considered celebrity cooks? Yeah, it's like, any of those celebrity things. I'm like watching these things. Like, wait, when when were they? A, is my definition of a celebrity different than theirs? <laughs> right, and I and I think it kind of comes comes back to all that that whole idea of like, you know, there are going to be positive and negatives because I don't know, 15 years ago, nobody would have given me a radio show. Nobody, nobody's even now, if I were to walk into a radio station or a broadcasting place and say, Hey, you know, I want to be a host. I want to be an on air host. I want to do talk radio. Nobody's going to give me the time of day. They're like, well, who published you? Well, nobody. Okay. Like, but, but, but I have had a podcast that has been around for, um, seven years, eight years you know, on and off. And now for the past two years, been pretty much weekly, a weekly show. And so, you know, who's to say that that isn't good, you know, and I'm hoping our new distribution channels will kind of up our game so we can get, you know, a, a bigger following and get bigger guests and do more stuff. But at the end of the day, for me, it's always been about making the site better making the product better, making um, widening the circle to be more inclusive and talk to more and different types of people because, you know, the idea about geeking out about stuff, the idea about nerding out about stuff, like we talked earlier, it applies to every genre, Right. right? There are nerds about hairdressing, you know, and, and, and how to, you know, dye hair and create different hairstyles. There's nerds about clothes and fashion and tech and building. And like, like we're saying, it's, it's all a part of definition. I mean, sorry, a fan, a sports fan is a sports nerd. Right. Yeah. 100%. If you want to get technical, they are a sports nerd. Right. And the difference for us is... I thank God to the Godfather of the Marvel Universe, John Favreau, and Kevin Feige and Robert Downey Jr. from finally making what we love and are passionate about cool and acceptable to be able to walk around and not feel bad about wearing an Iron Man t-shirt or, you know... um, Going to the movies to see the film or, you know, spending our money on these toys, even though sometimes we feel that way. It's, I mean, you're definitely right about the shirts because, I mean, there was a time where I didn't want to wear those shirts because I was embarrassed. Now, same thing. I I have about (laughs) 
30 of them and I got more on the way. It's yeah. just, yeah. Oh, every year I, 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 you know, it, thank God for, you know, illegal sites like, you know, T public and red bubble. It's just like, they get this, you know, the, the obscure characters that I love so much. Yeah. Just... And, um, you know, it's gonna, I don't know. I'll probably, probably do it anyway, but uh, every year for San Diego, I would buy five new shirts. So I had five new shirts and I would right. go obscure. Like I would never pick shirts that like you'd get a target to wear at no, no. because I always wanted like the obscure one. And last year I've got my big ones were, I got uh the Stark internship shirt. So it's a right. Stark internship. I got the, um, the Disney logo, but it said Grayskull underneath with castle Grayskull instead of the right, Disney yeah. castle. And then I got the, uh, Prime's auto service established 1983 or 1982. Like, and so, you know, it's a blue and it's, you know, Optimus Prime. So I got those kind of like obscure idea shirts that you're not going to find other places. No, it's, I mean, I I like the, I I, I fully agree. It's, I I like the symbol shirts. Like, you know, I I got, you know, Nightwing symbols, Moon Knight. I had somebody make me an arsenal. Oh, that's pretty cool. uh, One, and it's, uh, I think the funniest had to be is my uh, multiple man Maddox uh, shirt. I've been I've had that shirt for about five years now, and this past the last New York Comic Con, some guy actually stopped me, asked me if I was cosplaying, if there's other people dressed like me. It was the first time like I'm like, no, I just <laughs> I just like the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's it's just it's you know entertaining thing. You know, I, I you know I I'm. Yeah, I just I, I go for the obscure. You know, I got a just got a Shadow Man shirt uh, from Val. You know, the Valiant character and you know, some others, and it's just I, I just you know anybody could wear you know that symbol shirt. It's just you know yeah. So what's next? For, I don't. Sorry, go ahead. I, you know, I don't knock anybody. So <laughs> so what's next for the fanboy factor? What do we got going on? What 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 are you? What are you really proud of? What do you want to kind of show off? What do you want to plug? Uh, right now, I'm just don't. <laughs> it's pathetic as it seems. It's I'm just trying to maintain, you know, the news and trying to do my best for reviews and stuff, and not get caught under it. Um, like I said, I'm trying to shift focus into more education, toying with the idea about videos got a birthday coming up so i'm thinking about using the money to get some type of video editing system uh software you know i like i really enjoy you know that session that i did on i I know i keep going back no 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 it was good it's on it's on youtube right it's up it's up on your site and you can find it on youtube well maybe we'll throw some links in the post for it so I, I really loved doing that. And, you know, the questions I got at the end were just, I think that's what made it. And just like, yeah, I was, I, I was a little stiff given the presentation, but it's my first time doing it. Not my first time up on stage, but my first time mm-hmm. doing that. And it was a lot of drama leading up to it. But, um, but it was when they started asking me the questions that I really, felt a little bit more looser and just mm-hmm. and it just I, I really enjoy it um 
you know, like I said, it's just I love teaching my son when he has a question for me about something in comics. It's just showing him these things and explaining to him these these things. It's just I just, you know, and I think that's where I need to turn my direction into and try and get away from the reviews and maybe start up maybe more of an educational site about the history of comics. I think it's where I want to be going. We'll, we'll, we'll be there. We'll follow. We'll give you feedback. We'll <laughs> share it out for sure. So, well, thanks for taking the time. We, we try to do an hour right now. We're sticking to our, we're a little bit over, but, um, thanks for taking the time. It was nice to catch up and, and yeah. talk and chat. And it was fun, man. Yeah, it was great sure. talking. So, uh, you find Brian on fanboyfactor.com, um, mm-hmm. on social channels, everything's at fanboy factor or the fanboy. Factor. Uh, fanboy factor on Twitter, on, uh, Instagram, on, on Facebook. Uh, we'll put links to all this stuff. We'll, we'll link it all up when it, when it goes out for sure. Um, so thanks for, sir, staying on and we're looking forward to seeing some more education from what we used to title you the professor. So thanks, yeah. for, thanks for being here. These days I like to say I have a Wikipedia knowledge of comics. <laughs> Great. Thanks for having me. No problem. This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!